Here we are again, another Friday night, another FRI, and what a week it's been. Plenty of shenanigans for myself and Nick to talk about. And I've kind of gone with a different route with the title. If there's, if um, it looks like it's going to be a limited panel this evening, so if there's anything outside of the usual suspects you'd like to discuss and get our opinion on, then please do send in any questions and comments and we will get through as much as possible uh, but as I say it's been a, a hell of a week and it got summed up by the fact that you know this is arguably one of the worst England victories ever known in the history of football um, this game truly is awful to my right hand side um, however I am really focusing on the positives positive number one is despite me having one night off and all the talk of punishments I am here, I am fine, I am healthy. Um, and most of the people who wanted to punish me for having that one night off don't seem to be around. Convenient, that. Uh, positive number two, I have seen the advert, the Coke lorry, the holidays are coming, it's time to get festive. And number three, I have been this evening to uh, the local town, Christmas light switch on, so I am feeling all warm and festive inside. I hope you are too. And before we say hello to the one Fools panellist who was available to join me at least early doors, it's time to roll those titles.
in the spirit of an absent Woody, there won't be a beer review tonight, unfortunately. Uh, so I am going to review Cherry Coca-Cola. And if the people behind Coca-Cola would like to send a sponsorship our way, we'd love to hear from you. Cherry Coca-Cola, without question, my favourite of the Coca-Cola flavours and has been for some time. I probably drink far too much of it and it contributes significantly to the reason I maintain that athletic figure that I have. Um, as, as is common practice with me being back and, you know, a, a steady ship, uh, we, can, we can comment on X notifications, but we do strongly advise, uh, as per Woody the other day, you head over to either Facebook Live or our home on YouTube where you can join the live chat. Like Shah has done. Good evening, Shah. I hope you are well. Um, she's put my favourite podcast. Hope you're well, guys. That's very, very kind of you. Um, one of our all-time favourite guests and uh, one of the hosts of a very, very special podcast that's very close to us. Hope you are well, too, and have a fantastic weekend. And, uh, and over on Facebook... It's as if these guys have planned it for me. Uh, good evening to you, Sean. Yes, it is a truly awful game. I saw just as we were going live, uh, I, it was Rashford and someone else literally running into each other. You would not know these were elite-level sportsmen, the way they are playing with all due respect to Malta. Uh, despite the limited panel, I do have a food-based opening question. And with me feeling uh, festive right now, what I want to know is what is the first uh christmas based snack that you have already tucked into as we go into the festive season a question i look forward to asking uh my one friend and colleague for the evening uh at least to begin with good evening nick <laughs> hello fifey yeah i am very limited so we'll do uh well on the show together <laughs> and your opening comments so but we'll give it a good go and hopefully uh have a crack I see Charles with a child. Come on, we need you. Come on with us. <laughs> <laughs> we need some help. <laughs> I um, missed you last you... night. <laughs> how's your week been, pal? Yeah, good. A uh, bit of child minding. Um, had a, a, a very uh, enjoyable but stressful evening uh, last night uh, when I was in Oxford, of all places. Uh, with some Oxford season ticket holders, uh, spent the evening having to listen to them raving about their new manager. Um, but it's, it's ex-colleagues from work, so we had a real good night. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Even though, and I wasn't even drinking, so because uh, I had to drive halfway. But good evening, enjoyable, good company, good people. Even if they do uh, support Oxford, but hey, I'm, I'm the enemy in the territory, so which is fair enough. Um, I just have to applaud Barry there. He has already four different brands of Ooh. mince pie deep. Uh, an incredible effort, sir. And I must try harder to catch up. Um, so uh, let's uh, let, let's rewind things uh, a little bit, Nick. Uh, as it's just us, we can kind of do what we want. We've got three yeah. friends. We don't have to, to <laughs> stick. What's all this nonsense about me getting punished for one night off? Um, I don't know who started it actually. I, I guess it was probably Woody. Um, yes, probably because he got stressed because it was quite late by the time he could actually log into the system. So I think the poor boy got got a little bit stressed in it. Uh, and then the uh, you know, the, the, the devil horns came out. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's it's 
Uh, but actually, there's a couple of things I'd like to to do before we start, if you'll uh, you'll allow me a minute or two, Nick. Uh, no firstly, last night it was the Football Content Awards. I know that our good friend Liam was there, um, and uh, seeing Shah there as well. It's it, it has prompted a, a reminder in my tiny little brain. Um, congratulations to all of the winners. Obviously, these are the type of awards that people such as ourselves could only dream of being nominated for one day. But huge congratulations to all the de deserving winners, in particular, the team behind Her Game 2, who, uh, well who won, who quite rightly won their award. Huge congratulations to them and to all of the winners. Um, I mentioned that we are now entering the festive period. Um, and as joyous an, an occasion as it is, it can be difficult for some people as well. Uh, so as we've done every year, since uh, since we started, uh, we would like to promote local um, do-gooders and, and charity fundraising. So if you're aware of anything, not even necessarily just in the Swindon local area, because we do, you know, we're very fortunate that we get fans of, of other clubs. If you're aware of fundraising that we can just give the tiniest little push behind, please let us know, get in touch on our socials. We would love to promote as much as we possibly can at uh, what is a very joyous but can be a very difficult time of year for many. Um, I would also like to, just in case I forget and it doesn't get brought up in the chat, I would like to congratulate the Swindon Town youth team on their progression in the Cup. I believe they've been drawn Luton away, is that right? Correct, yeah, that's correct. Um, a number of Swindon Town first team players uh, currently seem to be featuring for them in that competition, so I'm delighted to see that alongside Swindon Town women, the Swindon Town youth team are uh, are giving us the cup runs we were promised on the they're, road. They're, map, keep, they're keeping the roadmap going, Fifey. You know that. That's what it's all about. <laughs> so up the roadmap, I have to say, I uh, I was at the Christmas light switch on, as I mentioned in the intro. And um, when I came back to see the the text in the Fools WhatsApp group and the the new versions of the roadmap that have been put forward, it was very very entertaining. Um, and hopefully. Uh, we will be just as entertaining, unlike the international football on the telly to my right. Uh, Shah, honestly, no, thank you for the work that yourself and all the other Her Game 2 representatives do. Um, Claire's in the chat as well. Evening, gents. The After 8s have already been open. Good work. Loving that. Uh, thinking of starting on the adventure calendar, which has been very quickly clarified as advent calendar. Few people seem to be struggling with the old predictive text at the moment. Um, Nick, have you tucked into any Christmas fair as of yet? Um, I have actually, because we were over at my daughter's on Tuesday and um, she cracked open the mince pies. Nice. So yes, yeah. Um, but I, uh, in our house, we haven't yet. Okay. But I was very tempted, my, my Christmas thing, and it's not really a Christmas um, food item, but it's I always have them at Christmas. Mm -hmm. Is uh, my favourite is cheeselets. Oh, yeah, now I've resisted buying tubs of cheeselets because I know once they're in the house and I open a tub of cheeselets, which are quite a good size, mm -hmm. that I just have to finish them in one go. So I cannot stop eating them. I don't know what they put in it. It's some sort of drugs, I'm sure. So uh, so no, we haven't got any Christmassy food in the house at the moment. Now, uh, Nick, not that I want to put any additional pressure on yourself because you are always ever reliable, um, ever pristine when it comes to FRI. But I do know 
that one of our favorite uh, uh, regularly featuring guests and regular viewers has, let's say, got themselves an early Christmas present in the household. Um, and that now means that we are being watched right now in uh, on an extremely large screen in 4K HD with the oh, old, uh, OLED color. Um, and now I forgot about this uh, as I got really close to my camera. So to the unnamed uh, fool's favorite, I apologize for what I must look like <laughs> on such an extravagant screen. However, I would like to send my best to said individual as well, who uh, seems to have had a, a bit of a calamity today and has uh, stopped them going to Wembley because they've picked up a bit of a minor injury. Well, I say minor injury, they, they've picked up many minor injuries. Um, so <laughs> sending our, our very best for a speedy recovery. Um, Nick, this, this is going to be fun because we seem to have a, a selection headache on, on Flynn scales with limited availability. We almost had to dip into the youth team ourselves. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a pity my uh, grandkids are a bit too young to come on, because so, <laughs> so that would have been fun. It's It's been another week. I mean, I've shared Rich's favourite picture of zero days without nonsense umpteen times this week. And considering we haven't played, it's been mm. wild, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, that actually, has is, is today been a, a good day? It's, no been a, it's been a complete non-event today, yeah, as far as I can recall. Uh, yeah, come on, guys. It's Friday. You know, there's always things happen on a Friday. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, it just shows, not, not just with Swindon, but it just shows what it is like at top levels. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> uh, top levels of football and the characters, let's call them that, that get involved. And I mean, I suppose we have to be careful what we say, but no, we don't. It's... Fuck it, they don't, they don't listen to us anyway. Well, that's true. It's been obviously publicised that uh, uh, we're a Russian uh, man, Mister Abramovich. <laughs> Roman loans... Swindon fan, Romans a Swindon fan. Yeah, low, low. It was wonder. I wonder if that's how we got to play Chelsea. Hmm, there's the thought. Um, Loan good old Lee Power, one and a quarter million. And I there mean, were some funny conditions on it because I would have thought the condition would have been if we got promoted, he could write it off. But the condition was if we didn't get promoted, he would write it off. Now, what do you think would have happened as a result of that? Would we have really gone for a promotion or would no. somebody have a nice little uh, pocket to fill? So... What I mean, we we didn't get promotion. Hey, oh, there's a surprise. It does pose that it does bring forward the opportunity to chat. How shit must we be when we had oil money and still couldn't get promoted? <laughs> yeah, but we know the reason because we knew where that money was going to end up. I wonder what interest <laughs> he charged us for loaning it to the club. I imagine it went on an abandoned car in Switzerland. <laughs> he probably needed that car to put all the dosh in. <laughs> <laughs> That, that just it just summed up the week as it was. I mean, if if we go again, if we go back, we had all the we had all the debrief on Monday, which was an excellent episode for everyone involved. I mean, it just shows the power and influence of Deputy Woody that when he's at the wheel, he has a full team of people, and when I'm back, Nick's the only one that will stand with me. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Oh, it was dear. a fantastic episode. I really enjoyed listening to it back. Um, but then it just became utter chaos and carnage. We had Swindon Town seemingly announcing a, a new hospitality thing where at one point all the season ticket holders were going to be moved and then they weren't going to be moved and then there were going to be Wrexham fans in with the Swindon fans and then they weren't being in with the Swindon fans. And that caused 48 hours of... of pure unbridled entertainment for us on the outskirts as it was while the club seemingly refused to, to, to comment on it at all nick well, well exactly i i saw somebody either retweeted or put a screenshot of a um he contacted the club directly and the yeah. reply to him was well i don't know where this has come from well it came <laughs> from because when you went onto the ticketing site and the central section of the don rogers was blanked out um, the middle section of the away end was blanked out and it was showing Swindon fans either side of the away fans for the Wrexham game. So that, that's where it came from. And then uh, then I had a look at it a day or so later and, and funnily enough, all the seats were then available as per normal. So talk about shooting yourself in the foot. I mean, we are so, so good. I mean, there ought to be a war. I mean, it's... What what they what's the ones opposite to the Oscars? What do they call those? Um, uh, when they go up for the worst film and the worst director and in <laughs> in I can't remember what they're called now. But you know we're the equivalent of that um, for the football awards. So uh, oh, if Malta scored. <laughs> no, Malta haven't scored. Oh. I'm, I've just been notified that England have doubled their their lead. Please continue. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, we say we. If there's a way not to do it, we're fucking champion at that. And, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't mind so much if we were all right on the pitch in in that's gone tits up. So, uh, well, uh, thank you to it. Rachel and uh, Peter who were saying it's the Razzies. It's the Razzies, is it? Well, yeah, we need a name for the, um... the Swindon Town Award. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, no, at least we'd get a cup out of it. <coughs> Excuse Do you me. know what? We probably still wouldn't fucking win it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't know. That's far too in. much of a. That's far too much of a cup run for us. We put our name to it and go get knocked out in the first vote. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I was I was getting that last night. Saying, um, "Oh, we're in the next round of the FA Cup. Oh, are you? Oh, well done. What's 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 round two look like?" <laughs> yeah, I. I it's, just, it's just been talk about a car crash. Jesus Christ. And then, oh, I had an email as well, Fifey, asking me if I'd like to come to the uh, um, hospitality for the uh, Exeter game. So oh, I had that. I, I had to, I had to laugh because it was roughly, it was roughly ninety minutes apart, and and I know we get a reputation of maybe being cynical and borderline sarcastic, which I'm absolutely fine with. Is that if that's how people want to describe us, I've been yeah. called worse than cynical and sarcastic. Um, but about 90 minutes apart, I got an email about um, player sponsorships and match sponsorships. And and in our WhatsApp chat, I, I just remember, I, I want to say it was Woody again, who was on fire this week. Um, but I just want to say, maybe these sponsorships would be taken more seriously if the actual cup was taken more seriously. <laughs> I mean, who's realistically going to want to take out hospitality and sponsorships for a game when we're already out of the cup? Yeah. I mean, I do feel... For Rachel Burke, I think that's her surname. 
Um, she really looked after us when she we did a great, great hospitality job. last season. Yeah, is, yeah. Is, she is brilliant. And, and you know, she's doing her best to get money into the club in that. And, you, you know, you've got a feel for people like that. And, and, you know, we've said it before, everybody at that hospitality um, afternoon we had we, oh, were brilliant. Superb. And, superb. You, you know, you can't fault it. But sadly, it's, I mean, Swindon's like any other business at the moment. The, the, the troops on the ground are doing their best. And, and, and the people above them are, are just... Oh, but is, uh, is it people or is it person, Nick? We still don't know. Well, of course, there's only one board member, isn't there? There's the owner, chairman. Uh, we know it's people and we know the people, the names. We, we don't know how many people. We don't know how many people and we don't know what their roles are. But uh, I can't see they're doing us much good. And and that's the real sad thing. I say, I, you know, I, and I'm sure a lot of the people watching and I had experience of it in, in my working time that, Great guys on the ground do their best to do what's necessary, and 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 you're run by idiots who know nothing, and uh, you know think they know everything. You won't listen because oh no, you you you're just the peasants on the floor. Just get on with it. So just, just it's sad. It's sad. Just to clarify, are you still talking about Swin and Town, or are you describing me as an idiot that doesn't listen to the to the man on the ground? <laughs> it's Pfeiffer, you know I wouldn't do that. You mate, you're a you're a top man, mate. You know, you know that. So now it is the corporate mob that uh, have come through a different route than uh, proper Something. work. Look, proper I call them proper working people, you know, sort of the power earth. to the people. Power to the people. When that when that revolution comes, they'll be up against a wall and it'll be pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Yeah, oh, red flag going. Could just see us with our scarves marching on. That's them. it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, man. dear. God, how have we got onto this? Oh, this? This is the joy of when there's just two of us. He can go off on any oh. old tangent. So, oh, so we have the chaos and carnage and, and, you know, you've got the trust saying one thing. You've got low strangers hysterically saying other things and... And Twitter, uh, sorry, X and, and Facebook are awash with comment and claim and counterclaim. And, and, you know, you don't even have to get involved. You could just sit back and watch it happen. And yeah, you think you've got on the level footing and you think, OK, that's the that's the chaos done for the week. And as you said in the intro, along came Roman Abramovich with one and a quarter million pounds <laughs> out of absolutely nowhere. Oh, yeah. Well, you couldn't make it up, could you? I mean, in, in, say, even without coming into the club. Um, well, did it come into the club? Did, did the club, did were they fall? able to use it? What's it? No, no. no, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, poor old John. He's, I, I see he, uh, John, he, he was having some fun on, I'll call it Twitter. <laughs> he was having some fun. John, did you make that meeting on Monday? Was it okay? You all right, mate? I, I, I was going to text you and make sure you were okay. You know, not as though I was too worried about you because I'm sure you can look you after what, yourself. John's been on a one-man mission to do his best sort of mark impression on X this week. He has been trolling everybody. Oh, uh, yeah, he's, he's brilliant. I, so I, I, I don't um, put much out there, but it's, it's a joy to uh, follow some people, that's for sure. 100%. So... The, the serious question, uh, as much fun as, as we're having on this, the serious question is, realistically, um, I know people have kind of 
that are, are much more knowledgeable about these things than us. I've already kind of stated the positions. But when you see situations like what's happened with Everton today, um, and they've had their massive 10-point deduction, um, and then you're hearing that Chelsea are being investigated, let, let's forget about Man City, because they've got about 750 claims against them, but because it's <laughs> Man City, it don't matter. No. Um, sh- at, at any point after this came out and the hilarity and the joking stopped, did you did you have any inclination that, that maybe we could get in trouble for this? Well, I, yeah, I, I guess there is a possibility because the, the rules say that you cannot invest in more than one club. And and initially I thought, well, that's OK, because if Abramovich is given a, a personal loan to power, then that becomes power's money and he can do what he wants with it. But from what I've read, and I, again, I don't know how true it is, the condition was that Bramovich gave Power the money to then lend it on to Swindon. So there's a very fine line of, well, is that somebody investing in two clubs or does that sort of bypass the rule? Um, and, and, you know, it would be typical that we Swindon turn it round going into um, January, going into, you know, uh, the, the latter part of this season, and we even scrape into the playoffs and then we get a bloody 10-point deduction that puts us out of the playoffs. That that would be typical Swindon. We're, you know, we're, and yeah, I mean, sadly, you, you, can, you can see it happening. I mean, I did tweet out to say, oh, it's OK. Um, we'll just get a slap on the, slap on the wrist like, like Chelsea and Man City. So we'll be OK because nothing can happen to them. So I guess that sets a precedent, but um, and 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 listen to the Everton one that, uh, and again I, I only caught bits of it, so I don't know the full detail. But obviously they've overspent. But yeah. someone was saying it, it it should be for just on the playing side that the rules apply to, um, and not like if you're doing stadium improvements. And their argument is, well, part of that money is going into this new stadium. Yeah. So, and I guess that's what their appeal is based on, plus COVID. So, um, but yeah, it, it just—it's just everywhere you look. It's a mess, isn't it? You know, it's—I—I uh, I don't know where. It, well, obviously, we don't know where it'll end up. Um, but you know, it, it sure is. Uh, life rolls over. If anyone's going to get punished, oh yeah, let's hit the little guy. Oh yeah, Swindon, you can. Let's relegate you again. Yeah. John's saying Everton, Swindon, Chelsea, Man City in that order. Man City after they've won the league by 10 points. <laughs> uh, Sean's saying if we get done and Chelsea don't would be interesting. Absolutely. I mean, I, I briefly popped on to, um, uh, but uh, do they call it Breakdown? The, the Look Sports Media midweek show. And uh, and I messaged to Grant and I said, you know what? Um, we're... Let's take the points deduction for Roman. Let's take the points deduction for the standing versus power case. Let's take all the deductions and let's just enjoy our tour of the National League South. (laughs) Because you can see it coming a mile off. All these things that shouldn't really have an effect on us are just all going to combine at the same time. Well, there is one positive, though, on that, Fifey. Go on. The away travels be better. (laughs) 
<laughs> it saved me a bit in fuel money. So, oh, yeah, and a load of new grounds to go to. So uh, I'm, fed up, I'm fed up of going up north. You know, uh, sorry, Sh uh, Shah, it's not that I don't like northerners, but uh, it just gets a bit wearing up and down that bloody M6 and M1. <laughs> oh dear me uh just seeing here um pete saying uh one rule for swindon and peterborough relegated via alleged financial irregularities different set of rules for man city chelsea etc um we've got uh Sandra saying it's giving money not to get promoted really classed as an investment <laughs> it's money to devalue the club well that's, yeah that's a good argument yeah excellent uh, john agrees with your new grounds <laughs> If everyone's getting on board with the National League tour, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jamie's saying, let's do a loot and get a huge... Well, I was, ju I was just thinking of loot. What do they get, about 30 odd I think points? it's minus 30, yeah. Yeah. 30. God, Look where geez. they are now. Oh, yeah, that work gives us hope, doesn't it? You know, we, we can we can come back. We'll be a... Um, what do they call Phoenix. it? A, a Phoenix club. Imagine a competitive match against Supermarines. <laughs> well, at least they'd be sellouts, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Probably not. Probably. Well, it's, it's Supermarine, it would. It'd be a proper derby. It would be, yeah, a proper derby. We don't know this Oxford and Bristol in Reading rubbish. No, no. <laughs> uh, we, I suppose we have a, a duty to keep some semblance of normality. Um, so let's start by talking about the football this weekend. Swindon back on their travels. Are you feeling confident? Um, everything points to no. Um, uh, with apparently another injury uh, happening at training. Yeah. Um, obviously, we don't know who. I'm guessing it's Flynn because even he couldn't turn up for the pre-match press. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could could well be. <laughs> um, and they had a good win last week away at Warsaw. So mm -hmm. you know, and I, no, I think I, I think with everything going on, we'll probably go out there and win. So that could be, you know, do we need a turning point? Of course we do. Is that going to be it? Well, more than likely, in my view. Yeah. So uh, not to disappoint and not to give spoilers away, but I don't think we get a result this weekend because what's going to happen, Nick, and, and again, I said this last night, is Swindon are going to continue to find new ways to, to be rubbish. Um, they're going to continue on this bad run. Mansfield are going to remain unbeaten in the league and we're going to take their record off them again because it's the Swindon way of doing things. <laughs> well, we can still do that even if we win tomorrow. So that, that's fine, can't we? We, um, we, can go, we can go into that. We're knowing that, uh, yeah, I mean, who are Mansfield? Who have they got? Oh, it's only Flint and, and Reed and, um, yeah, big wage bill and flying. And, but... Let's pretend it's a. I was going to say pretend it's a cup game. They lost two cup games, but we're crappy <laughs> cup games ourselves, so that doesn't help. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's pretend. Let's pretend that uh, that we are the coaching staff, Nick. Yeah. How do we how do we solve this absolutely diabolical set of results and performances? I would change a formation totally. Okay. Um, and I would go four one four one. Go to a back four. Um, with a with a defensive man in front of the back four to give it a bit of protection, mm -hmm. go four in midfield so we can um, stop the gap between the defence and and the attack and, and midfielders being pulled all, all over the place because the amount of space 
that we gave um, Stockport on Saturday was was just terrible. I mean, it was, I say boys against men, but tactically, um, and, and I said on, on the last pod that, unfortunately, we, we've got players on that pitch that aren't experienced enough. Um, the football brain doesn't kick in. And you could see that, and I, and I forget the guy's name, their number 18 absolutely ran the show. And, but he was given so much space. I mean, somebody should have sat on him um, and it didn't happen. So if you look at look at at least a couple of their goals, it was because he had the freedom of the park. So for me, if we go to a back four... Um, so, so, so talk us through the whole thing then. Start from goalkeeper. Talk us through an, an 11 based on if the players are fit to, to do it. Okay. Uh, obviously, Mahoney in goal. I'd stick yeah. with him. He's had a bit of stick, uh, which is, for me, not justified. Um, you know, he, he pulled off three or four decent saves, a couple of cracking saves and a couple of ones you'd expect him to on, on Saturday. Um, and yeah, he comes out of his area, but that's how he's been told to play. That's how we're set up. So you can't you can't yeah. knock him for that. So that, that's just the way we work. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'll go Mahoney in goal. I'll go probably back for... Um, uh, See, I'm right, interested how you do this here. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I'm thinking off the top of my head now. Uh, right back's a bit of a problem. Um, Is that because Hudson can defend? Yeah. Um, uh, I would put Blake Tracy and... Uh, who's the other centre-half? My mind's gone blank now. Dokes or Brewitt? it. sorry. Yeah, Blake Tracy and Brewitt. No, no, I would put... Um, it's not easy, is it, Nick? No, 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 because I haven't got the names in front of me. I, I, I would put uh, Blake Tracy to left back. Yeah. I would put, um, who's the young kid? Uh, Centre half. Minton? Minton, yeah. And Brewitt. Um, right back, I'm not sure. Um, if you're not playing. Dokes, I would sit in front of them. Okay. No, actually, don't. Yeah, let's put Dokes right back because he apparently he, he was a right back. Genesee's still right there back. as well, Nick. Don't forget. Oh no, he, he, there's something wrong there. So, um, and then I guess you, I'd put Khan in front of the back four. No, because no, he has no, got, no, 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 he no, got. He has got. No, hang on. He has got a bit of physicality about him, and as long as. Um, he's instructed on what he needs to do in that position. And then you've got, obviously, um, who would you, on the right-hand side, uh, you would have Hutton. Uh, The left-hand side, Coco, put him on the left-hand side. And then you would have um, Kemp. Yeah, Kemp. And I guess McEachern, and and then Young up front. Oh, so you're you're having no Austin or RHM involved? No, because if you're only playing one up front, you need a really mobile forward up front. And you know, I, well, you know, all our feelings on on Charlie Austin. Um, but if you're playing one up front. Um, you, you need someone who's got a bit of movement and and Young's on form. He's on goal-scoring form. So, yeah. for me, you can't leave him out. 
um, you know, even though longer term he's going to go, but let's make the most of him while we've got him. So to me, and that would give him more solid midfield, um, a, a back four that hasn't got, you know, we don't play wing backs, we play extra wingers, don't we? So, and then that leaves the three exposed. And, and certainly when recently um, FBT's been going in on his runs and leaving gaps and, and Dokes, not so, he hasn't done it so much recently, but obviously he does the same because that's how they're set up to play. And then if, if someone's not covering him and then it's left to poor old Brewer, who then seems to have got a lot of stick for last week's performance. But he yeah, was the I only one who was actually uh, defending. I think I heard Woody say on Monday's show, it was a case of since he's come back from injury, he's kind of gone back to last season's form, which is a bit harsh. Yeah, it, it is because he's been left basically as... Is the only defender, right? All right, the goal, the goal they scored from, I think it was their third from the header. Yeah. Um, and it was said, even though he slipped, he, he was far, far too far away from the guy anyway, even if he, he wouldn't have got near him. So, you know, it's, yeah, I think we, we, we do need to do something different because, um, you know, in, in fairness to Flynn, you know, he tried it at MK Don's. And, and obviously, order shot was just one of those. What you know, it was just you could just write that off and forget about it totally. But it, you know, the change at MK didn't work. Um, but yeah, it, I think we just need to fresh freshen it up. But we can't freshen it up with personnel because we haven't got them, and, and that's the biggest problem. I'm not too adverse to to what you were suggesting there. I might tweak it slightly if it was me. Um, Obviously, Mahoney stays in goal. I think Genesini on the right with Blake Tracy on the left. Yeah. Um, Brewitt and probably Dokes as the as the two centre-backs. Yeah. Um, I would maybe then have Kinsella in front of them. Khan slightly ahead with Kemp slightly ahead of him. Keep the wingers as you had it. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I, I, can, I can see what you're saying with Young. Uh, and I can see that working. Yeah, I mean, say so I'm... I'll be interested to see what the likes of, of, of Woody and Mark in, in Rich say, because obviously they've, they've got coaching experience, um, whereas I've just got it from, you know, I'm, I'm just a fan that thinks he knows what he's talking about. He's probably <laughs> talking the usual shit that we talk. But, you know, we've all got opinions, haven't we? And, and, and that's what it's about. It's, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what we say. It's just uh, just good to throw something out there and I'd be interested to see what people say and if, if they like it, fair enough. If they think it's rubbish, fair enough. Just say, oh, yeah, I, it's no skin off of their nose. It's, uh... this, this is what we put it out there for, you know. Yeah, yeah. When, when you when you sign up to do something like this, you're you're there to be shot at. I ask yeah. you an opinion, you give an opinion, and uh, yeah, ask yeah. for anything more. Yeah, and we're all uh, big enough and old enough to take it on the chin, so that ain't the problem. We certainly are. Um, where, but there's been some some talk, and I'm interested in your thoughts on this. Um, I, I don't want to get into the debate on depth again as such. Uh, we all know the situation. Uh, Hatswell said in the in the pre-match that we are going to have to look at some of the youngsters on the bench to make up numbers again. So we kind of know mm -hmm. who's gonna who's kind of going to be on the bench, who's available. There has been some sort of muted discussion, if you like, about one, possibly two more free agents coming through the door. And I'm interested in your thoughts on this. On the one hand, we've all said time and time again for, for well over a month now, 
we need more. So yeah. on the one hand, it, it seems a good thing. Um, on the other hand, and, and we've spoken in different ways uh, in terms of what's said against what's happened. When you know a manager has said the right players aren't out there, the right quality isn't out there, we're not just going to sign someone for the sake of it. And then we do start to do that. Do you think the players coming in instantly recognise that as a fact or are they just there to prove a point almost? I think it depends on on, on the individual that, that you're signing. And I, and I guess it's probably, obviously you want decent quality players, but you know, you're not going to get top quality unless you pay top dollar, obviously. Um, but if, if, if you've got players that, that want to play football and, and, and will, you know, will give a commitment into in playing that, that hundred percent um, effort going in there, um, probably at this stage, that's all, all you can <laughs> no, or, 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 or you can look for. Um, and, and if a player is out of contract, but has an opportunity to play for a club that might get him a full-time contract, yeah. um, you know, they're going to grab it. I, I mean, um, I mean, Troy Deeney a couple of months ago made the point that, you know, a lot of players aren't prepared to drop down the leagues no. and they just rather stop playing, which, you know, all of us who follow football, you know, can't understand that. It's God, you give your right arm to be playing professionally football. And I, and I listened to a podcast today with um, uh, Cammy's podcast, yeah, and, and they had Lee Hendry on, <laughs> and and it, it, he's played for nineteen clubs <laughs> just because he loved playing football because he wanted to play football. He, he said, I mean, some of them he was just. Oh, can you come and play for us for a few games? Because we're sure. Oh, yeah, all right. I just as well. I ain't doing anything else. But the, the you know the guy loved football. All he yeah. wanted to do was play. Um, and there seems to be a lot of players are quite content not to do that. Now, is that because there's been too much money in football and, and they don't need to? And you know, money shouldn't necessarily be the driving factor. Um, you know, it's the same with any business and it's the same in a lot of jobs. Sometimes you have to move, move sideways to advance. Um, but it seems, you know, and players aren't prepared to do that. And, and I just don't understand that there are not players out there without clubs that we could sign that uh, would enhance our team. You know, they're, they're, I don't know how many free agents there are. There must be well in excess of 100 and that's been very very conservative well if you if you recall roughly a week ago i took a screenshot of around about 43 players on via the transfer market website that were all unattached yeah um, all within the same sort of value uh, according to transfer market as as the swindon squad um, and and I just said, look, how many of these do you think would improve the current squad? Because there were plenty of well-known, established, experienced yeah. EFL players in there. Yeah, so it, it's, it's got to be because the club won't spend the money. It, it can't, you know, it can't be anything else. In you know, Flynn's probably in a very difficult position. Um, in you know, at the end of the day, we know that's why Morris got kicked out because he openly criticised the club. It, at the time of the things he was saying, 
I think, with, you know, on the podcast, we said, well, it sounds like he's trying to get the sack because of what he was saying. In, 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 that's how it's trying to get out. the sack with the, with the squad selection <laughs> level of performances. Well, yeah, but also more so what he was saying. And, that, and that's what happened to um, the Bournemouth manager, wasn't it? Um, who was it? Scott Parker. Was it Scott Parker who criticised the ownership because they weren't giving him what he wanted? And, and and he got kicked out. So, you know, you, you have to toe the line to a degree. Um, and I'm sure there's lots of dis- discussions going on behind closed doors, which there should be. But in the moment, it's not getting us anywhere. Um, so back to the matter in hand then. How do you think, if we do change the formation, if we do slightly adapt the personnel... How do you think we go about getting this this win? Or, or is it a case of, because of the, the form, it doesn't have to be how we get the win. It's just get the win and that changes everything. Let's just get that, that sort of win back. Yeah, in, in, I mean, what's really, really frustrating as well, we, in, we said it last week, we seem to be a 45-minute team at the moment. Um, you know, we, we lead at Colchester and, and you're looking at it and thinking, oh, yeah, that's a, that's OK. And then I don't know what minute their first goal came in in the second half. I think it's fairly quick after half time. Yeah, it was like 48, 49, I think. Yeah. And, and, and the same um, against Stockport on, on Saturday. We were 1-0 up. And then in, in the first few minutes, we give away a penalty, which, which brings them straight back into the game. So, I, 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 again, it's... You know the experienced players uh, is is Charlie, but he's he's playing up front, and there's no one at the back. And you say you you look to Blake Tracy, but he hasn't got that many league games under his belt. He, he's not that experienced. He's probably you know one that you would consider being a leader, and, and more so probably because of the position he plays in. Um, so you haven't got anyone doing it. And you know, like I said last week, we the, the, the Swindon team that was put out. Uh, something like 900 games, um, nine, 900 games between them. And they brought three players off the bench at over a thousand games between them. Um, and, and 300 of those games for us was Charlie. So we got 600 appearances of, of, of 10 players. Well, that's nothing, yeah. is it? Um, so that, that, that's, you know, we've, we've said all along, we, you need a bit of experience in there. Yeah, you want some young kids in there as well. Um, but we the, the balance isn't there, and you know we've been crying out for the, the hard man that does the dirty work in the centre of the park, and it's you know it's all right having the nice footballers, and um, as some of the Swindon Town players have said, um, can isn't can't defend. <laughs> they you know um, who was it Hepburn Murphy. No, no, you can't. You're not a defensive midfielder. You can't bloody defend. And if they're the saying defensive it, defensive CDM in history. They yeah, yeah. If they're seeing it and they see see him in training daily, you know, you know that tells you a lot. That as uh, as much as he's probably been one of our better players this season, um, <coughs> that's that's where we're missing it for me. It is, you know, I think we're probably the third highest scorers in the league. So goals hasn't been a major problem. Um, it's just defensively, and it's you can't just blame the defenders because you know it. As everybody says, anybody in football will tell you, defending starts from the top and in, in, in across the park. That, that's why I, I would go 
four across the midfield to, to make it a bit more solid and a bit harder to break down. Um, in, well, you effectively played sort of four, five, one in, yeah. in reality. Yeah, yeah. Um, and let's do that. Let's be boring. Let, you know, let's stop. Uh, you know, forget your pretty football. This ain't time for pretty football. This is time for digging in and and winning those fifty fifty battles and 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 hoping you, you snatch a goal at the end. I'll be happy with a nil nil on on Saturday, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of the fans that have travelled there would. That's a probably well the second last thing they want. But uh, you know, if we get a nil nil, I'll be happy. There's. There's obviously been a lot of talk with regards to um, with, with regards to our depth and, and players starting to get fatigued, looking tired, um, you know, all, all these sorts of things. So having the, the full week to prepare can only be a good thing. Yeah, but we've had that before, haven't we? We've had full weeks to prepare and, and it hasn't seemed to help. I don't think fatigue is a major, is a major thing. Um, there was plenty of effort um, against Stockport. Yeah, we give away late goals, but that was because they were a better side than us. And, you know, you, you can be overcritical when you get beat by a better side. Yeah, that's fair enough. They were a better side. Um, when we played um, Gillingham, um, there was plenty of effort in that team. I said at the time, you could not fault the effort that the players put in. And you know, and, and that's the first thing you ask that they put effort in, and and it's it's quite interesting because I um, changed my seat um, for that match against Stockport because oh, um, yeah. I sat sat with Big Garve, um, and they're right down the front of the Don Rogers near the halfway line, and 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 watching it from there is totally different to watching it from the back of the town end. And you know, and you, and you could see the effort was there. In, in you know, they were trying to get the tackles in. They, they there was plenty of running, and and, and certainly in the first half. Yeah. Um, but obviously, say we give we just give them too much space, and they exploited it because they're good players. You know, you don't win 10, 11 games on the trot if you're a poor side. You know, you might Correct. do it two or three or four. You know, you might win two, three, four games with a bit of luck, but you know. You know, we won. What was it when we had Decanio? We won ten on the trot, and we won the league. So you know, you, you've got to be a good side to do that. And oh, okay. they are a very good side in a well set up club. And and I said it last week. They they've got a plan. And they know what they want to do, uh, and they've got everything set up for it. So you know, fair play to them. Do you think? Um, interesting. You met. You mentioned that. Do you think the squad as it is? Uh, and bear in mind, it hasn't changed for, from where we were. Do you think that this squad is capable of, of doing that run again, like we had in the opening five, six, seven weeks of the season? Yeah, it, it is. Because I say, even with our relegation form run, because that's what it is, um, what is it, one winning, I don't know what it is now, eight, nine, whatever, whatever it is. Outrageous, yeah. it, and I, I, I haven't looked at the league table, but you were probably five points off the playoffs, which is absolutely ridiculous on, on such a run. Yeah, if, if you can put a run with three or four games, um, you know, you win four games on the trot, 12 points, and, and that'll put you in the uh, in the playoff positions. And, you know, you, we're not a million miles away. Um, on the same basis, when, you know, thankfully you've got, who is it? Forest Green and um, 
Barrow, is it Barrow? No, it's Sutton down the bottom. Yep. We're, we're adrift a bit at the moment. I don't think we're in any massive danger of relegation, but we're in danger of being dragged in and around it. So it could, you know, it could go either way. Um, so I get this, oh, the rest of this horrible month out of the way. We've got Accrington and we've got Mansfield. Accrington are in, in or they might have just gone out of the playoffs, but they're in and around the playoffs. And obviously Mansfield are unbeaten. Um, yep. In their their what are they fourth or fifth? Um, they've drawn a lot. Um, we all know what a few draws mean. So three yeah, uh, draws equals um, a win. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, it, it, again, if we if we can kick on and have a decent December, and, and then that that should set us up because then then we'll sign the five or six players that we need in January and uh, something to look forward to. So yeah, we can really crack on. Um, I'm going to break with tradition just for a moment, Nick, and, and I'm going to flash a comment up from the chat, and then I'm just going to answer it, and we'll move on and okay. have a discussion. Uh, so, uh, Sound Trauma said, should we hit the panic button if we get nothing from Harrogate? Sack Flynn and get Joey Barton in until the end of the season promotion oh. search? No. No. In a word? No. <laughs> Never, no, no, no. Not, not even if we were, well, not under any circumstances. No. No. Uh, that and it's just that simple. simple. Just yeah. no. Um, okay, let's uh, let me ask you and everyone in the chat um, for a score prediction, please. I'm going to go two one to Swindon. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, no, I think I'm we'll sneak to, it. I'm going to go two two. Yeah, I thought uh, about doing a Desmond, but no, I'll go. Let's be positive because. I am on the whole quite positive, even though sometimes I don't save it. <laughs> but yeah, I'll go two one. Sean is going one all. Claire is saying we win three one. Oh, love you, Claire. Well done. Um, <laughs> That's only because she hates Harrogate. <laughs> she hates them. <laughs> um, again, so with this being a smaller panel, just the two of us tonight, if you've got anything you want to discuss at all, it doesn't even necessarily have to be Swindon. We're happy to talk about wider footballing matters and just give give an opinion. Fire them through in the chat. Um, in the meantime, uh, and of course, carry on sending your predictions in as well. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to go round the grounds quickly. Um, Highworth and Swindon Supermarine are both away from home. I believe Highworth are at a uh, Pershaw and Supermarine are at is it Winchester or Wincaster? I've forgotten. Let me let me do a very very quick uh, X search. Um, super. Why can't I spell Supermarine? There we go. Uh, Supermarine are Winchester. Yes, they're away at Winchester. Uh, so good luck to both of those sides. Uh, <laughs> P says, whatever Fiverr says, I'll go the opposite. So he's gone 2-2 as well. <laughs> um, Claire wants us to talk about our best flavour of crisps. I'm sure we've probably done this at some point, but uh, top three crisps, Nick. As, as there's only two of us, let's go top I, three crisps. Um, cheese and onion. Walkers, I'm guessing? Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah you've got to go. Okay. Long way to beat Walkers. If you just go in for normal crisps without having the, the, the fancy ones, you know, um, I can't even think what they're called now. The expensive ones, it probably just a bit of a con. Uh, and um, sweet chili crisps, I quite like. Yeah. I don't think Walkers do those, but 
Um, they do the certain, spice sweet chili sensations. Yeah, certain well-known uh, retailers do. And what would I have as a third one? I'd just go plain, actually. I like plain crisps is good. So, yeah, that would be my three. Um, just while I remember, and we, and we don't go too off topic, um, I should also comment on the fact that, uh, so we did Highworth, we did Swindon Supermarine. Uh, Swindon Town women are in league action this weekend. Uh, they are away from home as well, I think. I need to double check this. Um, yes, yeah, Celsi for Swindon Town women. Uh, and of course, the news this week, which we haven't commented on yet, the FA Cup tie against Bournemouth, I believe, has been confirmed to be at the county ground next weekend, Nick? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes, I believe it is. So, obviously, we will um, we will spend next week talking about that, building up to it. And, of course, we would love as many people as possible to get down and support the women as possible. But, yes, this weekend for Swindon Town women, it is Chelsea away, uh, which Woody has just confirmed. I have also... Uh, text him uh, to confirm what Wharton Bassett are up to this weekend. Uh, he's too busy uh, helping me in the chat to have read his phone um, to tell me where Bassett are. Uh, but that will that will be to follow very shortly, I'm sure. Um, my top three crisps. Um, I'm going to go for a beef hula hoop. I like a beef hula hoop. Um, if we're if we're allowed to class them, I, I, I think they class as crisps. I'm going to go for a, a sour cream Pringle. Um, yeah, ah, the reason he hasn't replied, look, is uh, is because uh, they're not playing. Um, no, no game for Bassett this weekend. Um, so, yeah, sour cream Pringle, beef hula hoop. Uh, and do you know what? I'm quite partial to skips. So I'll throw skips Ooh, in there. No. Honourable mention, though, to the pickled onion monster munch. Um, ah, there we go. Woody's confirming here properly. Look, no game for Bassett as we got a buy in the County Cup. Lovely. Weekend off for Woody then. Um, but good luck to Highworth, Supermarine and to Swindon Town Women with your fixtures this weekend. Just, just on another um, football subject away from Swindon. Um, uh, on the podcast, the Absolute Football, one I do on the Thursday, um, Anthony, who's on it, he does a podcast for Sunderland Women. Yep. And they, they were at the wards up at Anfield. Um, I think that he had a good night. Well, I know he had a good night because he po posted a little video of him on the way to the stadium and he looked pretty pissed then. <laughs> so I, I don't know how much he can remember from the evening. I, I, I know they, they, they didn't actually win it, but, you know, it's an achievement to uh, be nominated for the award. So well done, Ant. And uh, obviously we were probably tight with you on, on Thursday. So... Um, yeah, um, I'll be interested to hear all the gory details of his night because uh, he was going to have a good good night for sure. Oh, thinking about it, so um, during our, our production planning, if you like, because as, as much as it may not come across that way, we do actually plan certain parts of the show. Um, I've been working on the on the Christmas schedule of late. Yeah. And I've just thought, with it being the FCAs, uh, surely we need to start thinking about the uh, the 2023 FRI awards for for various comedic yeah. moments throughout the season. So maybe that could be one of our Christmas specials. Just the, uh, yeah, that's a good show. Everyone yeah. loves the FRI awards. <laughs> yeah. There's been, well, there's been plenty going on, so there should be some uh, good, good nominations coming in from... Uh, 
yes, all, all if, our viewers and listeners, that would be if, the best way to do it. If you've got a nomination for an FRI award, please DM me on Facebook or on X, put them in the chat, drop, drop me a message. Plenty of people have my phone number these days as well. Send me a WhatsApp or a text. If you've got a nomination or, or a category for an FRI award, please do send them through and I will look to add it to our uh, to our Christmas uh our, our christmas um what's, what's the word? christmas specials uh um, does that mean we'd have to get suited and booted for the special show when do we ever get suited and booted for anything <laughs> well i think we ought to make the effort if we're going yeah. to have a, a proper award show come on let's go the whole well hour. well as it happens i have bought a new very smart outfit for my work christmas party so oh, maybe i could it, don yeah. that for it the, sounds good for the fris yeah um, i'll get I'll, I'll get the old golfing jacket out What's the, the green jacket? What's the, what's the categories? The categories could be anything you want. Last year, I think we gave out 23 awards or something like that, ranging from best STFC moment to worst STFC manager of the season to comedic moment on the pitch, not necessarily STFC. We, we've we In the past, we've given out... Um, what, what have we done in the past? Mascot of the year, you know, all, all sorts of nonsense. You... you You've, not, you've well, watched yeah. FRI long enough. We we don't want to give out serious awards. We no. want nonsense. <laughs> give That's us it. your best nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> the best nonce awards. <laughs> um, so we've got a question here from PJ. We play a hypothetical last game of the season and have to win to stay up. You can only pick one to lead the line for the game. Who are you picking? <laughs> uh, Shade, Pericard or De Sevi? Uh <sighs> Go on, Nick, after you, sir. That is probably the most difficult question we've had for a long time. I would probably go with Dosevi. Don't know why, um, but um, I, th yeah, I think he had a goal in him. Um, yeah, let's go with Dosevi. Dosevi? Dosevi. Yeah, let's go him. Uh, what are you saying? Pericard all day long uh he's also saying do we normally do that at christmas i thought that was an end of the season thing and hey, we could do it twice a year why not we do what we like we are the yeah. uh, we are the the bad boys of of league two podcasting we take the rule book and we throw it out the window <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is it most slips due to wrong boots that's the sort of thing we're after to, uh, just be careful though fife we might get a points deduction if we're too too radical will we Oh, oh well, never mind. Shit. Okay. <laughs> um, in answer to that question from PJ, um, Sade, Pericardo de Sevi, um, I'm going to go with Pericard just because uh much like when he was playing for us, the reputation would strike fear into the defenses, even if the performances do not. <laughs> uh Pete asking what about Ricky Shakes? Uh Ricky Shakes. One oh, shake, shake, shakes. One of the most underrated players oh. of the last 20 years at STFC. Uh, had one of the best chants, uh, something a little bit more original than most people of the time. And uh, what's not to like about a fully-fledged international? Um, I, I put him in the same category as the likes of Miguel Cominguez. Oh, but no, uh, Cominguez was decent. Oh, oh I'm not having that. Shakes was class. Well, he was probably frustrated. Well, he's like a lot of the players we've had in the past. Anthony, bloody frustrating. Yeah, 
yeah, speed runs and got nowhere. And uh, at least they um, went forward with the ball. True. Well, that's, I guess I miss yeah. I miss having an out and out winger. Yeah, yeah. Let's go old school four four two. Let's get wingers back in the game. None of these inverted forwards and right footers <laughs> playing on the left and left footers on the right and no. Yeah, let's have something so we can actually. Yeah, well, I, I, I tell you, I, mean, I wish there was more footage of him, and I, I, I know I go back to it time and time what, again. Shakes? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the the the, the, the like likes of, of Rogers and you yeah. can get down the wing and whip a ball in. In straight on the centre forwards, head, Bosch goal sorted. You know, is uh, yeah, yeah. They would, yeah. Wingers would be good. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do a pep and do something different. What people right. aren't doing in the chat. In the chat, I'm I'm giving you a, a quiz. Uh, well, not a quiz. I'm giving you a challenge as much as uh, you're giving us challenges with with random STFC questions or football questions. I want to know. Give me free. Uh, underrated pairs of wingers. They don't have had to play together, just underrated. So we're talking Shakes, McNamee, uh, these sorts of players. Uh, give us some proper wingers uh, that, that we, you know, it was a joy to watch at Swindon Town. Um, Claire says, love you guys. I'm in bed poorly and you're still making me giggle just being you. Love it. Great pod, even as an outsider. Thank you, Claire. Oh, you're not an outsider no, anymore, Claire. We had, we had a nice hug. On, sa on Saturday, so uh, you know, we did. You, we got you, you, photographic evidence, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I didn't you, see you, a photo of anyone with Hannah though. Was she just taking the pictures? She was taking the pictures, yeah. She's far, <laughs> she's far too professional. <laughs> uh, Sam Thomas says, Love Blackburn Premiership winning side, two wingers and Shearer. This Ooh, is what yeah. we want, yeah, yeah. Old school. Uh, have the panel ever done a worst Swindon Town 11? Probably. Uh, we have discussed it. We thought it might be a bit harsh to put to call someone the worst ever 11, but we have done Really? A, we we well, have, yeah, yeah. Were you I being nice we, then? Making I, it think what we have harsh. Done, I think what we have done is uh, an overrated 11 and uh, can't believe they played for us 11 to try and get round the fact of calling them <laughs> a worst ever 11. But go on then, Nick. Give me a worst ever five aside Swindon that you've seen. Worst ever five aside. Um, Kovac and goal. Um, He's just gone for what was it, eight million in the summer? Yeah, but when he was with us, he was a boy and he was scared. He, he was so scared of going for the ball. Um, he was he was terrible. Um, I would go Peach, David Peach. He was absolutely terrible. Um <laughs> Uh, who's sent her out? Who's who are you looking at there? Um, who else we got? Uh, I, he might be a bit harsh, but Anton Rogers. I would Ooh, put him harsh. Oh, he might be a bit harsh, but let's let's let's, let's put him in it. Um, that's, that's three. Uh, oh, who who? Oh, I've got to say. Bed, um, not Benwell. Um, oh, I can't think of his name now. He replaced a real decent player. Uh, oh, we've had loads of those, I suppose. Um, oh, I need my son here because he can rattle the names off. Um, get Brad someone, Brad Barry. 
Yeah, he wasn't much cop, was he? Um, oh, and the, I tell you, what, the, right, the other one is the double-barrelled name from Arsenal. Now, someone will be able to tell me his name. He he come from Arsenal, really high, highly rated. The striker? Um, no, he was a he was a fullback, highly rated. Um, I'm sure he had a d- double-barrelled name, um, and he was absolutely terrible. Why can't I, think I think he was here at the same time as Brad Barry in uh, around that time. Um, fullback. Yeah, I'm sure he was. Sure, he was fullback. Um, oh yes, Woody's got there. Or, yes, that's him. Back. Yeah, he 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 was terrible. Woody, who was who was the forward we signed? I think it might have been in place. Oh uh, yeah, Benyon. That's it. <laughs> oh Benyon. Oh no. Benyon. I knew it was something like that. That's my, I think that's I think that's five, isn't it? Uh, Pete say Peach didn't even approach terrible. <laughs> How about Tommy Jenkins? Um, oh, was, oh Je- Jenkins was right. He's a bit of a pikey, wasn't he, Jenkins? Um, I will, I will go then. I want to pick a different keeper because it's harsh to to pick Kovar. I think I'm trying to think if we've had a, a truly, truly terrible keeper in my time. We must have had some stinkers. I don't know. We've always done pretty well with keepers, to be fair. I'm going to go. Uh, Alberto Camazzi is is definitely making that team um, with the greatest of respect. Obviously, anyone I mention here is better than me, um, so I have no right saying they are the worst. But the question was asked. Um, David Duke is definitely making the team. Oh no, no! I like Dukey. No, 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 no. He, no. he, he got loads of unnecessary. So, so I'll tell you. I'll tell you uh, right and. I, and I'm going to sound harsh saying this, and I'm doing it more for comedic effect than anything. For everyone who criticises Tyree Shade, he is a David Duke reincarnate. No. <laughs> Dukey played in one of the highest number of games. <laughs> no, surely. Hang on, I, I, let, let me get my oracle out. I'll tell you how many games he played. I'm sure he played. A hell of a lot of games. Carry on with your your team when I look up. Okay. Um, so yeah, David Duke makes team with Kamasi. Um, again, people are going to think it's harsh. I'm trying to think of a worse centre mid than Michael Pook. Um, Pookie was all right. God, no, Spicy. no, no Pookie not for was me. Right. We got a different view. Pookie. No, yeah, Duke played 207 games plus 28 as substitute. Oh yeah, it couldn't have been that. Well, that bad. tells you how, that tells you how bad we were in that era, doesn't it? If he's making that many appearances. No, he was all right. I like Dukey. Well, no, a lot he, of fans didn't. Would he say David Duke was Mister Average? To be fair. Well, that's, uh, that's better than being crap, isn't it? If you're average, that's that's pretty good. Um, I can't remember which one was worse between Fola on a Bouger and Royce Brownlee. Well, Brownlee, definitely. <laughs> but one of them's got to get an honourable mention. Um, I'm trying to think if we've had a real stinker. I can't think of, of much worse than, than those that I've named so far. Uh, John saying 207, wow. Um, <laughs> and and would he say I'm more concerned that Fife is playing a fullback in fiver side? No, he's versatile. He he plays everywhere <laughs> to an equally poor standard. <laughs> um, yeah, you're on about the decent w- wingers. 
again, yeah, I just wish there was footage of a player in, in the current Swindon players could look at somebody like Don Heath, who who could go down the wing, cross a ball, and his crossing was just superb. And he was strong, you know, he was he was fit. Well, all the players were fit in those days. Um they could yeah. play twice a week too. Easily. And um, they and they played many more games. This might surprise you, Nick, but I'm going to disagree with two of our viewers. Um, Jamie, I'm not having Adeloy in this team at all. <laughs> absolute nonsense. And, uh, 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 and uh, <laughs> Knight is saying Ricky Shakes was pants and not either. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Thorpe was a failure, but equally, it, see, there's a difference between a worse team and a failed team because you could throw the likes of Jamie Curitan into that. Oh, Curitan, well. he was. <sighs> Just didn't happen, did it? Uh, Paul Allen and Mark Walters were real wingers for us, says John. Um, it's uh, it, it's been fun. Um, se second loan spell, Gladwin says Woody. No, Woody. Oh, Woody. Harsh, Woody. Woody. Oh, Woody, Woody, that is terrible. <laughs> Look, when since he's left, we went down the pan. Post post international Luongo. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. Oh, yeah. Woody, Woody's woken up and choosing violence tonight. That's for sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good, that's a good shout, Woody, because he was pants when he came back. Just dropping. Kasim wasn't Kasim wasn't much better either. Because uh, he's saying Paul Edwards away at Reading was the ultimate winger's performance. Uh, so uh, nice, nice that we got some honourable mentions. Um, for for want of of. A small panel, Nick. I think we're we're all but done, unless there's any any additional questions. So, uh, what I'd like you to do, in your own special way, um, is is leave a message for for the Swindon fans as to why they should be confident in their travels tomorrow. Because all bad times come to an end, and, and this is the time when probably most people uh, wouldn't expect us to go there and win. Um, they'll be confident being at home and having a good win the previous week. They will look at our form and see that we've been uh, a run of very poor results. Um, we haven't had uh, take all the shot out of it. Some of the performances we've had have been reasonable um, without getting the rewards from it. Some of the performances have been really poor, uh, agreed. Um, so, Again, I mean, we said it against Stockport. It'd be the Swindon way to go and beat them. Um, we led twice, but they were, you know, a much better side. Um, Harrogate, uh, nowhere near that. So for me, yes, it's a long way. And, and you know, uh, hands up to all those of you that are going and fair play to you. It's, uh, it's a long old trek. You'll enjoy it because we'll come back with the three points on probably what is an unexpected victory and i think can we can we actually watch that on i follow because it's international weekend i think so yes i think we can w watch that so do i watch it or not there's 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 something to think about <laughs> well while you're thinking of that uh, i have one more comment and one more question for you um and uh, quite right too pete has uh, said no mention of taylor curran well, that's uh, someone you don't want to mention. It's like it has been taken out of the memory cells. 
And uh, Sean wants to know who's managing your sixth side. Uh, I, I, I'm going to put... Norris Malpass. Oh, I was going to say you can't mention Sheridan, but uh, you went straight for Malpass. Yeah, Morris Malpass. It's... Uh... I, I, you probably people have probably listened to it. when Gerald Eiffel was on Low Strangers, um, doing their session. He, he, he said, What was he like? He said, He was the most boring man you've ever met in your life. <laughs> and he said, Um, I think he said he talked about the way what team he said, something like, I don't know, Real Madrid play and they pass, pass the ball, and they move around. He thought, Oh, great, yes, this is going to be really good. But he said, we ain't going to play like that. <laughs> and we didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, Malpass for me. Lovely stuff. Tim uh, Sherwood, yeah. you can't call him a manager, would he? Because he wasn't. Tim Tim <laughs> Sherwood wasn't anything at Swindon. He was only there when it looked like it was going to be good. And then he soon backtracked when it all went tits up. Uh, we are getting comments now saying Lee Powell was manager. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, Nick. is that an another salary he could take? Yeah, on top absolutely. of everything else. Absolutely. Uh, it's been a pleasure sharing yeah. the screen with you this evening. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for everyone who's got involved in the chat in, in something that was a little bit different tonight with just the two of us. Uh, it was nice to be able to kind of be, be a bit jovial, a bit jokey, but uh, but still cover the main points. Um, good luck to all the teams we've spoken about uh, this weekend. Uh, wish them the very best of luck. And if you are travelling, uh, to, to watch Swindon, as we always say, travel safe, yeah, be loud, be proud, and we really do need the points, so please do bring them home. Uh, from Nick, myself, and uh, and our absent friends that are the rest of the fools, have a wonderful weekend and come on, you Reds! Come on, you Reds, let's do it. Can't help falling in 